we're really coming to this like culmination point in the planet where we're realizing like we just we can't do things in the same way we've been doing them anymore. And so I think people really are resonating so much with music that is empowering or that is more of an authentic expression because it resonates with something deep in their soul and helps them to expand past the illusion. Mm, I couldn't have said it better. What's your sole purpose? It's what you came here to accomplish. It's also who you're meant to become so that you can make an impact by being yourself. We're all here to unlock our potential and create positive change in the world. Everything starts with you. One is not born into their purpose. One steps into their purpose. Were you born to do it? Let's find out together. Welcome to another episode of Born to Do It. Today we're going to be talking about music. Is all music good? How do you begin to create multidimensional music? And what does it mean to channel music from outer realms onto the planet known as Earth? I've got a very exciting guest today, multidimensional artist Lauren Nicole. I'm going to start with the first question, which is very broad, but I think it's very relevant in today's world. Is all music good? Well, that is a very good question. I would say that I do think a lot of quote-unquote good and bad is subjective. Throughout my musical evolution, I have come to find that there is some music that will make me feel more anxious or more maybe even angry or in those kinds of like lower vibrational states. And then there's, you know, some music that makes me feel very peaceful, very um, joyful. I personally have found that I really love to make music that makes people feel peaceful, joyful, empowered, and these things. And yeah, I've gotten really into like the different frequencies because I think that music, um, well, everything is energy, right? Mm -hmm. And frequencies can definitely affect our emotional state and our physical being. I think it was Dr. Masaru Emoto that studied this the effect of like our our thoughts and our words on water and our bodies are 70% water. So I do think that there is a lot to that. You know, these frequencies like 528 hertz, 432 hertz have a very harmonizing effect on our cells. The the other kind of side of me wonders like is 440 hertz really that bad or is it even like our belief that it's bad or was it the intention mm -hmm. of the people creating that frequency what made it bad you know what i mean just because again i think if we're all one and everything is source like good and bad are s somewhat subjective but yeah i guess i tend to just uh, i would advise people to follow like what music feels good to you what makes you feel uplifted and joyful and peaceful because again there are some there is some music out there like a lot of mainstream hip-hop and rap particularly that has just a lot of violence spoken about in it or sexual themes that are maybe more like patriarchal in nature yeah would you say that the lyrics make the most difference because i think music helps us to experience different emotions different states of mind so that in itself makes 
music good because it allows us to explore things from the realm of our bedroom, of our living room. We don't have to go into the war zone to experience the emotion of being a warrior. But there are certain, I would say, patterns in music, especially the lyrics, that just get stuck in your mind and they're negative statements about yourself that over time you kind of pick them up and you're repeating them constantly. And you're like, oh, why am I saying this? But you don't even get to that point. You just continue to say it. And the next hit comes out. Then you continue to say the other. It's like it affects negative the psyche. But because the psyche is something that we're not aware of, we are kind of operating on autopilot. Yeah. So I definitely think that as we speak, we create, right? So that's why a lot of my songs have like positive affirmations in them. The thoughts that we think and the words that we say are helping to co-create our reality, essentially. Yeah. When did you discover music? Like consciously, like, oh, maybe that's something I want to do. Um, I kind of always knew since I was a kid that I wanted to do music and I wanted to make some sort of positive impact on the world. Because even as a kid, I kind of noticed that I don't know, I guess I was a little disappointed in celebrity culture because I thought like there were a lot of celebrities that just weren't being what I would consider at the time, like a good role model. Mm -hmm. But I think that um, maybe in 2016 was when I had a spiritual awakening that I really, truly started understanding why I had felt that my whole life, because I was realizing that it really was part of my purpose to share music that will help people awaken or to tap more into like unconditional love. Yeah, so I'd always really been connected to music, but going through a spiritual awakening kind of deepened that understanding for me. Love that. Yeah, it's a powerful you know, self-discovery journey that happens when you're kind of going through your first spiritual awakening and the next spiritual awakening, the connection deepens. And it's almost like a series of getting to know who you are on a deeper level. And every time you get to experience a different part of yourself, you're like, oh, so that's why I did that. Kind of you're starting to putting putting the pieces together, of the puzzle called your life. Yeah, I, I really feel it was even a remembering of who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, not even like a figuring out who I am. It's like, oh, yeah, like this is what my soul chose to do here. (laughs) I found that I had written a lot of poems when I was a teenager and I was reading them a year ago and they were messages to me. And I thought, wow, the power that, you know, your higher self can be channeled when you're younger, leaving you messages for when you're ready to kind of read them again and be like, whoa, okay, (laughs) that's cool. Oh, yeah, no, that's for sure happened to me where I will be like listening to a song um, and particularly if I've been doing like a plant medicine ceremony, but I've listened to my own music and I've felt like, wow, this was like my past self sending my future self a message that like I am now understanding on like a deeper level than I have ever before. (laughs) Yeah, it's like you were collecting the pieces, but you didn't know what the puzzle looked like. But now you can finally put them where they belong and be like, oh, okay. And I think this is why we have these side effects from popular culture, not just music. I would say all kinds of content that is in, in popular culture that kind of brings this division, brings this aggression, this sense of control that 
the media wants to control what you're consuming and how you you're behaving and how you're thinking, which creates a lot of friction between your own connection with yourself. So you develop these addictions because it's almost like popular culture is trying to get you to remain divided from yourself. But on some level, you always know you're meant to reconnect and remember who you are. And especially when we start to experience the low energy and the low mood and this depression, almost this numbness, that is when we engage with the soul-led content, whether it's music, whether it's paintings, whether it's writing, it helps us to come back to self, which is why I think what you're doing with your music and your messages is so important right now, because a lot of us are in this inner struggle of going against the system because we're ready to come back to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think um, that this the music industry largely has been controlled by, I guess, I don't know if you want to call it like the elites or the rich and powerful, but it's definitely been controlled by the record labels. And I think now that we're in this age of the internet um, Mm -hmm. and independent artists like me can find an audience on TikTok and be able to make a career out of it a lot easier than having these like gatekeepers. I think that's why we're seeing so many high vibe music artists come out now. Because yeah, before it's like you could only really have a music career if the record label took you on. And then if the record label took you on, then like in many of their contracts, they basically like have all the rights to your music Mm -hmm. and the right to really like shape the direction of that music. And yeah, I, I think... Early on in my music career, I knew that I didn't really want to sign to one of the major record labels, maybe an independent label eventually. But yeah, because I just I really wanted to be able to have that freedom of like owning my own brand and my message so that it couldn't be controlled by outside forces that maybe would want to. Yeah, just like control the messages. Yeah, I think that's what's happening right now. We have a lot of talented people that are in the music industry that don't have the freedom to sing the songs they want to sing because they're being guided. We want something catchy. We want something repetitive. We want something that can be played in the supermarket and can be played on your TV when you're turning it on. And it's like, there's a formula and that formula has been created and it has been tested over the years that it's the kind of music, the kind of rhythm that just gets you numbed into the rhythm, plugged into the rhythm and you just start living on autopilot and it's quite dangerous because the songs are really catchy and the songs are really playful and you can dance to them but at some point they infiltrate every part of your life and you find yourself having these repetitive conversations with friends and family and colleagues and you don't even understand how you're going deeper into the sandpit until you start to feel the pull towards sinking deeper and i think this is usually when a lot of people get awakened this is what a lot of people experience their first contact with their higher self, with their spirit team, or they just start to experience synchronicities that get their attention. It's almost like seeing a butterfly and the butterfly is like, follow me here. And you're like, well, is anyone seeing that butterfly? Yeah, follow the white rabbit. <laughs> follow the white rabbit, yeah. And every now and then we would hear one of those songs. One of, we're going to come across a poem we're going to come across a piece of art that just gets our attention but it gets our attention the attention of the real you and i think with multidimensional art and multidimensional music it's this type of adventure where you do follow the rabbit but it's taking you to a voyage of remembering who you are and remembering why you're here remembering that you have 
a part to play in making the world a more magical place, a more beautiful place, if you're ready to explore that. What does multidimensional music mean to you? The reason that I kind of call myself a multidimensional artist is because, for one, I think that we're all multidimensional beings that exist in not only the third dimension, but all dimensions. And also because I'm a multi-creative, I have just a lot of different art forms that I like to use. Of course, music is like the main one, but even within that, I play guitar, piano, I sing, I songwrite, and I really like to use all these different mediums to help share multi-dimensional perspectives. What's your favorite instrument? Um, I would say that recently I've just been getting really into like the production side of music and I don't know, that's a hard question because um I've really loved guitar and piano my whole life. Um, but yeah, now I'm getting a lot more into kind of like synth type of music. And I guess the piano really is like the MIDI keyboard that I use for creating different synth sounds. So I guess that would probably be the favorite right now. Have you found that your preferences have changed after you've gone deeper onto your spiritual journey compared to, you know, few years ago when you would maybe stick to one instrument but now you're allowing yourself to expand and test new things and maybe even collaborate with different voices yeah so my my music used to be a lot more like pop or like indie pop I guess I would say my my first EP the night was kind of indie pop and I don't know if it was a product of my spiritual awakening or even just my evolution as a music artist, but after moving to Los Angeles, I just really fell in love with the electronic music scene. I think mostly because of going to like raves or festivals or these kinds of events where I would see the plur community and plur is peace, love, unity, respect mm -hmm. that is in this like rave community. And I think being introduced to that and seeing people show up so authentically and just really dancing out of joy mm -hmm. was like so profound for me because at the time I had only been going to these like big Hollywood clubs, mostly because I wanted to network. But at these clubs, and again, they would mostly only be playing like mainstream rap or hip hop which some of it can be good, but mm -hmm. yeah. really the vibe at these clubs was that it just felt like people were just showing up to kind of show off their money and like, you know, buy these very overly priced bottles of alcohol. <laughs> and and when I went to these electronic music events, it's like people were actually dancing to have fun and just to express themselves. And I found that so refreshing that I knew like, okay, these are my people and I want to start making more like dance music so that people can like vibe with the music in this way. Yeah, it's uh, this a sense of freedom and liberation. I think when you go into these fancy clubs, this you're restricted even by the outfits, even by the way that you need to maintain your composure. But when you go to a, an electronic festival, especially like a bunch of someone on the beach when you're just barefoot and you're just dancing and the sunrise comes and you're one with the elements, you're seeing nature, you're surrounded by nature, you're not just surrounded by other people, but you're allowing your soul to be freed and connect with other people on a soul level. Whereas there's a lot of appearances and 
comparison and competition almost in these restricted places. And I think pop culture on some level is contributing to that and molding people into the same appearances said, oh, so this year it's popular to have the blonde hair and next year it's going to be popular to have the big lips. And, you know, it's the visual, but people are being restricted to never leave the 3D. And I think that that is one of the dangers as well of pop culture. It's denying the existence of other dimensions, even if the creative people that are within that industry are making songs and featuring these images of angels and demons and dragons and all kinds of beings that are from the other realms. So it's mm. quite quite interesting to see pop culture denying the existence of other realms while using elements from those realms, channeling elements from those realms, because it wants mm. to maintain that control. But we're going to go back to spirituality because it's far more exciting to talk about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'd love to hear more about your kind of spiritual music in the last few years, especially the Ascension album. That is just it's just so beautiful. I keep going back to it, especially the first song with the goat. And I'm reminded of a story when I was little, I would read the story of um, this little girl that was seeing different rivers pass. And this grandma was like, oh, I'm going to throw you in the river when the golden river comes because she was the golden child. And I always think of that story when I'm listening to that music, because I'm reminded that people around us that have golden hearts, the gold is within them. It's on the inside. But when you meet someone with a golden heart, you can just recognize them because they just, their frequency, their vibration is just so much higher because they want to promote unconditional love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and definitely the the Raining Gold song is, I, I think, you know, some people might hear it at a first glance and think that it's like about manifesting money. But yeah, it's more about like the the gold I was feeling on like a soul level. That song is about all these like new experiences that I was having when I moved to Los Angeles and feeling like, yeah, my soul was like really expanding. And I was just being blessed with all these amazing things that were opening up my perspective. And yeah, that that album Ascend was a long time coming. It was totally self-produced and was, yeah, definitely just the thing that I've created that I am the most proud of in this world thus far. It's really like, yeah, a journey of kind of what my ascension has been through the different themes of like the overthinking song is kind of when um, I was more stuck in anxiety and like learning how to get out of that. And the enslaved song is like about being stuck in the matrix pre-awakening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, it's uh, it was a journey to create. And it was so exciting to know that it could be so successful independently thanks to things like TikTok. And my intuition at the time was really telling me like, don't focus on Instagram, like focus on TikTok okay. because maybe like, Uh, within the year before I'd released the album, I really wasn't on TikTok much, but my intuition was really telling me like, this is where you need to make content. (laughs) And and yeah, I really feel that even TikTok is like such a different frequency now than Instagram because Instagram feels very like you're trying to curate this image. Mm -hmm. TikTok is very much more authentic. 100%, yeah. When I started my spiritual awakening journey, I also went, well, restarted. I also went to TikTok. I was guided to receive channel messages from TikTok because it was like the domain where people that were receiving these guidance, these messages of guidance could freely share them. 
um, as you mentioned, I think Instagram and Facebook, they're a little more restrictive. So it was a way for me to believe in myself because one of your songs, The Hero's Journey, I think everybody that goes in through the spiritual journey, that is the hero's journey. You're going to go through a lot of obstacles on your own because it's it's a journey for you. It's specifically designed for you to separate yourself from the pack and find your tribe and find your voice and find your ideas. But it was through kind of the guidance that I saw on TikTok that I was able to get to the end and cross these big thresholds to level up, get to the next level. And on some level, I don't think once you're on the hero's journey, it ever ends. You just keep exploring new terrains and finding new inspiration. But how did you discover the concept of the hero's journey? I guess where that song really came from was while I was sitting down at the piano and kind of thinking about my journey and the the song opens, the pathless traveled is always taken alone because I've kind of just always felt that there's a lot of like ideas that I have that are, for lack of a better word, bastardized by a lot of society or like seen as like different in a bad way or yeah, just like certain like ideas or perspectives that I have that, yeah, I feel like it's kind of just like going on this separate path away mm-hmm. from the mainstream. And that can be lonely sometimes because, you know, if if that's your truth and everybody else around you is kind of still operating from these matrix truths and paradigms. Presets. <laughs> yeah, you kind of have to just learn how to trust that inner truth of yourself. Yeah, and I think this is really something that everybody goes through is like everybody can be their own hero. It's just like a matter of realizing that you are your own hero and that you do have the quote-unquote master key inside of yourself Mm -hmm. because I think we have all the answers inside of ourselves again because if we're all one we are all God universe source and we have all the information of the universe inside all of us. Yeah, especially the information that is necessary for our journey. We won't find it talking to other people. We won't find it getting to know them. We're only going to be able to find it if we take the time to get to know ourselves so that we can proceed forward sharing those parts of ourselves that we found. Because otherwise it is following the presets and the paved paths that others have done. So we're following somebody else's kind of role model. And as you mentioned, some of the role models that we have right now, they're very elevated They're not really good role models. If you were to really look at their behavior and what they're promoting and the lifestyle that they're leading you to adopt as your own, it's it's not very abundant. You know, it might be very materialistic, which is what a lot of people consider to be abundant. But true abundance Mm -hmm. is to be at peace with who you are, to be happy with what you're doing every single day, to find meaning and to find that you are part of a bigger cause. And I think that's where we're seeing a lot of the burnout, a lot of the mental health issues as well, because people are looking for the meaning everywhere and they just can't seem to find it because I think on some level, they're all awakening that there is more to life, that there is probably one or two more dimensions for them to discover throughout their lifetime. (laughs) For sure. Yeah, I think that the whole planet is going through this time of great awakening right now. And I think that me and other high vibrational artists were kind of put here intentionally to be these little like lighthouses around Mm -hmm. the world to kind of start showing people the way. Yeah. 
and what I've put for kind of the job role for a multidimensional artist is elevating earth one song at a time, especially for multidimensional um, artists in the music industry. Um, what would be your definition? I guess, yeah, an artist that is able to, um, again, I think uh, the multi-creativity goes a bit into it. Being a multidimensional artist also is, again, helping other people like access these like other dimensions or helping people see from a multidimensional perspective. Um, because I think we're really taught to usually only see from this like one paradigm or perspective mm -hmm. that is the mainstream narrative of things. So it's really, yeah, helping people see past the veil of illusion, if you will. Yeah. And that illusion applies to both your life and society, like the people around you as well. It's almost like you remove one layer of the fog, but then there's more layers of the fog. And the more you are looking to, willing to look for the answers, for the clarity, the more you're going to have to remove these layers of illusions because they're, it's just so multi-layered the way that, you know, you can discover more talents about you. You are a multi-layered being. We're all multi-layered beings. And the more we break through the illusions and the fog, the more we get to find those depths within us. And as you mentioned, it's multidimensional, relates to the many talents, but it also relates to the many levels of the messages that you can deliver. And, you know, the most impactful songs, they tell a story, but that story is also related to increasing your faith in humanity and also increasing your believing yourself and also supporting people to collaborate and, and remember that they are all one and that's where the biggest disconnect happens in pop culture they are not really attached to a bigger meaning than just that one song that's going to make a lot of money so that elevation it's almost like sometimes you feel like you're working twice as hard as these big label artists because you want to make sure that it's connected to that bigger message. But I think anything that is channeled through your soul always reaches a lot deeper for the people that are ready to listen to it. And I have people telling me all the time that they get chills upon hearing my music. And I really think that that has to do with like the fact that well, for one, it's like the music is really resonating with them and activating something in their soul. Because I think chills, I often call them truth bumps instead of goosebumps. Because yeah. I think it can sometimes be our body telling us like, yes, pay attention to this. Confirmation of uh, a mini level up that you just experienced from a, a song that you interacted with. Could be your body activated on some other level. Yeah, or I think it could also partially maybe be the, the frequencies that I use, kind of harmonizing your cells. But it's really cool to know that it affects people so physically and spiritually mm -hmm. and emotionally. Absolutely. And you mentioned that you're showing the way for other people. And I've used the word way sure as part of your kind of birth chart profile, but mm -hmm. I'm going to start with your life path. So with your life path number, we have three names, so three numbers, three, five, and two. So the first name points to your main mission kind of being all around self-expression, discovering and channeling your most authentic voice. Your middle name corresponds to number five. And the middle name shows the information around your existing identity. So what your consciousness has already unlocked as research, as data, as skills, and you're here to unlock your gifts and inspire others to follow the creative path because creativity is something that just comes very naturally to you. And the mm -hmm. final letter, the final number corresponds to number two. So that's the path of resources. So you're here to share your gifts 
with resources that inspire authenticity in others. And when we put all of it together, it's life path 10, which is the path of achievement, recognition, career, and public life. So I would say this is just the beginning of your career. And the path of achievement naturally takes you to new heights because what you're here to accomplish is to birth these new creations and the idea of the recognition isn't so much that you built material wealth but that you're actually able to reach people and bring that change of heart to them that's how i like to interpret at least the achievement Mm. any surprises it's interesting that uh the resources part because i've been creating I guess what you could call resources, like I've created a gratitude journal for people to help access the frequency of gratitude every day. And yeah, with the the achievement, I, I think that, again, just speaks to when I was a child and I just always felt that like I wanted to do something in music to create positive change in the mm-hmm. world. And it's like, I just feel like I've known that that's always been meant for me. Of course, my ego sometimes comes in and and doubts like, oh, who am I to do this? You know? <laughs> but yeah, that's very interesting. And of course, the creativity. I'm I'm a very creative person. And again, I, I have so many different mediums. I love besides music, I love like graphic design. I love um, I don't know, tie-dyeing t-shirts, mm-hmm. like yeah, I love allowing my inner child to play, to be creative in any way that I can. Yeah, and I would say because this is kind of the life path, it's a part of public life. And I think the more you allow yourself to be seen, the more you allow yourself to just channel that authenticity, that self-expression and, and share it. Just share whatever you're working on and invite other people to join you. And it could be, you know, that journal that you mentioned, but it could also be just challenges every week and just taking people on these journeys together. I think that just is going to naturally expand you to unlock more of your potential because the purpose of all of this self-discovery journey isn't for us to be the most famous, the more the most materialistically abundant, but it's to advance our own understanding of the world through unlocking more of our potential. And everyone has different encoding in them. So the way that they're going to be able to contribute the most to their growth and to society is going to be very authentic to them. And it has to do with that mindset, as you said. Sometimes we have these limiting beliefs or sometimes we have these beliefs that society has embedded into us that the best way to use our gifts is within, with, in a particular way and then when we break free from that mindset, we see that we can give so much to the world in so many different ways. And sometimes the most successful idea, the most winning idea might be the one that is just so out, out there that people even laugh at it at first. But like, well, how are you going to make money or how are you going to reach millions of people? And one day you just wake up and millions of people have found that idea and they're like, we love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love the the self-expression piece too because that's literally what my whole uh the my latest song Trust in the Vision is about is speak from the heart and people will listen. Be who you are, you don't need permission. Earth is improved because you are different. Don't fear what is different. Know your own worth. You're here for a reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I think it was in that song that Yosas mentioned I chose to be here. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and I think I I bring up that theme in a few of my songs that, like Ascend, it opens with, I chose to come here. Yeah. 
because I do think that, yeah, our souls essentially chose to come to earth to to learn and to grow and to complete our, our mission, our soul yeah. mission. Yeah. And I think some people have volunteered. Some of the souls have volunteered. Others have been appointed. But I think if you volunteer, then you definitely have created this master plan for yourself. So you're just unlocking it. You're just remembering it. And tools like numerology and astrology kind of help to guide you where to look. The inner work is the one that unlocks the most information. Um, as I mentioned, this the four different elements. And in your profile, you have a lot of earth and a lot of water. So that has to do with your identity and the integrity and kind of feeling safe to be seen into the world. But also the earth energies of the person that acts, it has, it's, it's almost like the Nike, just do it. That kind of drive that's like, okay, let me show up and see how many things I can do today. So you're not thinking about it, you're just acting and experimenting and putting things out there into the world and testing, are they working? And with the water element it has to do with the emotions the empathy and building these connections with people and almost helping them unlock new levels of themselves because you are so advanced in your own emotions you're very comfortable swimming in your own emotions that's your element you have taurus as your identity and your existing knowledge in the third house and you have scorpio and the ninth house both for your identity as the sun sign and the north node so it's almost like you're all in in your past identity and in your current identity, you're just all in. You have almost volunteered to do this research and completely commit to your path, to your purpose. And sometimes we see these being completely different, but in your case, it's you're committing every fiber of your existence to your mission, to your life path. And the biggest confirmation for this is your Venus sign is also Scorpio in the ninth house, which is the, the your love language or how you're going to form bonds with others on a deeper level. So mm. whatever you do in this lifetime, the people in your inner circle, in your soul tribe, your life partner, they're going to be with you on this journey until the end. They're going to be committed to the same pursuit as you. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like if I'm to guess this master plan that you created, you always knew you're going to meet a, a certain point and you're going to create these resources and these beautiful things, experiences for other people because you have a lot of earth energy and the earth energy is kind of the master manifesting energy, is the energy that allows you to create the resources. And because that's your past identity, you have mastered it. Now you're here to dive deep into the emotions. So whatever you create has that depth to pass it on to other people. And your communication style, which is the rising sign in Capricorn, allows you to tap into that previous identity a little bit more with your actions, with your communication style, and just ground the information because the Scorpio is quite at the depth. So you need to be able to bring that. And the way that we kind of talked about the subconscious mind is you take that deep dive into the subconscious so that you can bring it high. And that's kind of as above, so below. The below is the subconscious mind and the above is the 3D world. Um, but yeah, does it resonate with you, <laughs> the information? Yeah, I, I definitely feel that, um, yeah, a lot of my purpose and a lot of my like talents are to alchemize like the emotions or the subconscious, unconscious 
into like a way that makes sense to people Mm -hmm. that like can ground it in reality and yeah the search for meaning part just like makes me kind of chuckle because I feel like I've my whole life been like so focused in on like what's the meaning (laughs) and like what is the deeper meaning Mm -hmm. and to sometimes to a fault because I think there can be instances where it's like maybe the meaning doesn't matter maybe it can just be what it is but yeah I I'm definitely like a truth seeker and always wanting to like uncover the the deeper meanings of everything and and sharing the the deeper meanings of everything with others I think really it's like uh wanting to just remember my own self I guess you know or like the the god self that we all are and wanting to just really understand yeah the truth of everything yeah reclaim the lost pieces the lost fragments of your identity that kind of have shattered maybe they're in different dimensions and you're reclaiming as you're traveling and exploring you're going on these journeys in on earth but you're exploring the whole universe to to ground that information into songs into experiences into events into conversations even um and i would say the alchemist is is something that comes alchemy is something that comes naturally to you as somebody who has mastered the emotional level and maybe your kind of purpose is linked to creating meaning for others and looking at their experiences or even in your own life when there is loss, when there is disharmony, when there is lack of trust and you channeling that into a song of inspiration where you bring meaning to these um, moments that not many people can sit and experience. And I think that's one of your biggest strengths that you can sit in the uncomfortable and not be scared by it because of, you know, that element of Scorpio is that is the house of transformation. And it's the house that is not scared to go through the big feelings and be like, okay, well, if we're in the middle of the storm, so be it. Let's see what's in there. I'm sure I'm going to find some treasure <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, actually, um, before my spiritual awakening, I, I grew up Christian and then I eventually became atheist and During the time when I was atheist and it was like my first year in college, I remember just having this big like existential crisis of like, what is the meaning of life? But I think that I came to realize partially through um, some of like Viktor Frankl's work Mm -hmm. and Frederick Nietzsche that we essentially can create our own meaning. And that really helped me emotionally during that time when I didn't really have like religion to grasp onto or like an understanding that like we do have souls or that we're infinite beings living this human experience. But yeah, that that we really can choose like how do we want to make meaning out of our lives and how can we live our lives in such a way that would make our future selves proud essentially I think is how I learned how to try and give meaning to my life at that time yeah and allowing yourself to find what you find meaningful and you know just enjoying it because what you find meaningful might not be meaningful to somebody else and that's okay doesn't mean that you have to devalue their precious you know experiences or your precious experience because they don't match what other people view perceive believe to be meaningful and i think that's the power of authenticity as well i'm guided to say this because you mentioned religion i think sometimes we disconnect from religion so that we can truly connect to god to the universe to 
our spirit guides to the versions of our higher self that are yet to be birthed for us to experience onto earth. And a lot of society has been corrupted, including the domain of, of religion. And that's why a lot of people are losing faith because they're seeing it as just another sector for making money. The divinity has been disconnected from the domain of religion in many parts of the world. It's not just one particular religion or country or continent. And I think it's precisely the spiritual, spiritually lit businesses and art and artists. They're helping people to restore their connection to their divinity, as you mentioned, which is, it might not make sense to some people because it's a different path. You're paving your own path. But I think when we look back maybe 10, 20, 50 years, we're going to see such a big shift in society that if we didn't believe in that unique connection that we have with divine, the world wouldn't have changed. So we're being tasked to believe twice as hard as other people, but I think it's paying off. We're having this conversation because you've created something very magical. And I think because you have trusted the vision, because you have listened to your heart, you have aligned with your soul purpose, which is beautiful to see. Because you've unlocked more of your potential, more of your authentic potential. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I definitely hope to help others unlock that authenticity as well and maybe take a path that their society or their parents told them not to take. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, we need more trailblazers. Yeah. And I would say you're here to create resources to awaken the next wave of wayshores and share the quest for meaning through a library of resources so that you can co-create with your soul tribe all around the world. You're a way shower in that sense. You're awakening your soul tribe members and saying, hey guys, <laughs> ready to join me on this quest? <laughs> that soul purpose is really hits it, hits the nail on the head. <laughs> I think it's important to mention, and I always say this, one is not born to their purpose, one steps into their purpose. And in your path with your story, it's been a process of you looking for that meaning and you not giving up on finding more of that meaning and channeling more of your potential and experimenting and trying new paths and trusting what you're being guided to do or what you're seeing in front of you and saying, yeah, that doesn't feel right. I'm going to try something else because that largely comes down to trust, trusting your intuition. And I think if you didn't trust your intuition, we wouldn't have trust in the vision as (laughs) your latest hit. And I would love to use this opportunity to get a message for anyone that's listening or watching this that is maybe kind of doubting their spiritual journey, what would you advise them? Because it can get tough sometimes when we kind of lose our spark or lose the visibility or we don't get enough confirmations. What would be your advice on trusting the vision a little bit more? Well, I guess, yeah, my uh, advice and encouragement is that the universe is you. The universe wants the best for you. And so trusting in the vision and trusting the process is trusting in yourself and trusting the universe to take you to where you need to go. Because I think, yeah, often our ego can have these doubts and these fears. And sometimes things will happen on our path that seem like an obstacle. But maybe that obstacle or that seemingly negative situation that happens was meant to happen because if it didn't, you wouldn't have been led to this this other direction that you needed to go. Trust that you are exactly where you're meant to be in your life and just continue to follow those little soul nudges of what really lights you up, what in your gut feels like a yes, 
and what brings you joy and makes you happy because I think we are all meant to follow what makes us happy. And yeah, and trusting that um, if you are following your intuition and you're doing what you feel that your soul is meant to be doing, that the universe will support you in doing that, no matter what happens. Mm, yeah, that was the message I got as well. The universe is always rooting for you, especially if you're here with the intention. If you wake up every single day with the intention, I want to create positive change. The universe is always going to redirect you exactly where you need to go based on the intentions that you have in your heart. So make mm -hmm. the intention you want to create positive change and watch and observe how mountains are being moved with the power of those words that you've spoken out loud. I want to create positive change. Help me. Mm-hmm. You start with good intentions. I think you really can't go wrong. Lead with love and the universe will help guide the way. Mm. And trust in the detours because redirection mm -hmm. is always protection. <laughs> yeah, rejection is protection. Trust that if people or things are taken out of your life, that it was for a good reason. You've learned the lessons together. It's time for the new ones, for the new characters to enter your life and see if you've matured. Because, you know, once you learn the tricks of the old devils, <laughs> there will be new devils and there's a balance between the light and the dark. So you're always going to have a balance of the polarity of people that are here to kind of trigger you and test if you're going to go back to a lower version, but also people that are here to uplift you and take you higher. And that's just kind of the learning process of being on earth you're here to channel your potential but you're also here to strengthen your belief in yourself to strengthen your faith in the universe and as part of doing that that strengthening process you're going to have some obstacles to overcome and some of those obstacles are going to come in the form of people that test your nerves test your patience <laughs> trigger you <laughs> a little bit yeah what is one thing that you're looking forward to um for next year as we're in the season of setting the New Year's resolutions? I'm looking forward to releasing as many singles as I possibly can because I have a huge catalog of unreleased music and I know that like it just needs to get out there and mm -hmm. I need to get past my own perfectionism and yep. mm -hmm. that was a big journey with the Ascend album was finally saying like okay it's ready to go out into the world like just let it go. Like that was, that was an emotional time to just let that go and be like, okay, it's good enough. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm excited to release a lot more new music because I have just so many more songs and messages that mm -hmm. I am excited for the world to hear. Yeah. I'm excited about that as well. Will you be performing somewhere? Is that something that you're envisioning? Yes. Um, yeah, no, I, I definitely um, manifesting going on tour when the time is right. I've also been manifesting specifically performing at Burning Man. Okay. And I've actually had two friends tell me that they've had visions of me performing at Burning Man. So it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's this year or, or next. But yeah, I and I'm sure I'll have plenty of other uh, performing opportunities come up right now. Um, this coming Saturday, I have a performance um, with the Psychedelic Institute of Los Angeles. I think that's the one that's on the books right now. Interesting. Okay. Well, you're. it sounds like you're ending the year on a very high note. 
you know, pun intended, music pun. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited to follow your journey on TikTok, but also on YouTube and anywhere. And I am sure that one day we're going to be hearing your songs out in, in shops and stores, but also we're going to be seeing your songs on TV. Because I think on some level we're realizing that it's time for TV to introduce more of the spiritually lit content and spiritually lit creators without the energy of the old system. So mm. it's going to be interesting to see that balance come to life in the physical world in the next few years. But I can definitely see these type of songs and type of messages being played on TV, especially because TV is one of those things that is always on. And imagine if you had somebody singing in the background, always believe in yourself and trust in the vision, mm -hmm. how much of an empowering journey life could be for more of us. Yes, no, definitely. I think Earth is ready for doing things in a new way. Mm -hmm. And yeah, because again, mental health issues have been so prevalent we're really coming to this like culmination point in the planet where we're realizing like we just we can't do things in the same way we've been doing them anymore. And so I think people really are resonating so much with music that is empowering or that is more of an authentic expression because it resonates with something deep in their soul and helps them to expand past the illusion. Mm. I couldn't have said it better. Thank you for being part of Born to Do It. And thank you for sharing your story and your inspiration. And once again, I really am looking forward to see what you create next because the path of success and recognition and career and public life and achievement is quite an exciting path to be on. And yeah, may the inspiration be with you. May the force be with you as the cold <laughs> goes. <laughs> Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for reading my chart. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to seeing more of your episodes as well. Thanks, Lauren. And thanks to everyone that's watching once this episode airs. <laughs> Have a great festive season.